What is up, everybody? Happy Saturday to everybody out there. And for those Patriot fans around the world and throughout the uh, Boston and Connecticut area and all of New England, Happy New Year, Happy 2021 on this final regular season edition of Patriot Pop with Ben and, and myself as we wrap up the 2020 regular season with the New England Patriots. But also, to be honest, this and what I was going to say, to be honest with everybody out there, the Patriots are not going to be playing playoff football for the first time since 2008. So the Patriots are going to have to sit this one out throughout the playoffs and then looking to improve on their roster heading into next season right after this game. So, Ben, how's it going? It's going well, Laura. Uh, hope you had a, a great new year and uh, looking forward to our final episode tonight. Uh, I might just like to thank you uh, for – um, each week doing these, it's been a, a great pleasure and uh, definitely be willing to continue the uh, trend uh, for the offseason stuff to talk about as well as next year. So um, the next season. So uh, but of course, there's one more game tomorrow and uh, hopefully the Patriots uh, finish off on. I I guess you could say a win. Uh, you know, of course, it doesn't really mean anything, but I guess you could say if a silver lining, you know, coming off a win to work on your off season, I guess it's better than a loss. So, but regardless of the fact, uh, we'll see how they play tomorrow and uh, we'll see if they can uh, pull it out to a finish their year. All right. So that being said, uh, now let's talk the, the first thing. So basically guys, before we go on to what we're going to talk about today, Ben and everybody next week, Ben and I will have a special Patriots talk show next week to talk about the offseason and some changes to the roster the, the day after. Also, recap the Jets and Patriots matchup. Yeah, we are uh, looking forward to next uh, week. The first week, we won't talk about a uh, upcoming type football game for the Patriots, uh, as unfortunately their, their season is coming to an end. But uh, – you know, there's, of course, a lot to talk about for this offseason. It's probably going to be one of the most busiest offseasons that the Patriots have had to deal with as a franchise. So, uh, you know, we'll definitely get into it. And for the people that are joining and, and tuning in, make sure to uh, listen to that, um, especially if you're a Pats fan, because uh, we'll probably have some uh, our own thoughts and our own opinions in terms of what we think should happen and uh, what could happen uh, come for next year? Yes, so, when we recap um, the 2020 season for the Patriots and what went right, what went wrong, things they need to work on, and and all that, and we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll dive deep into that sometime next week. Yeah, sounds good. So let's talk about the game tomorrow. Yeah, let's talk about tomorrow's uh, Patriots and Jets game tomorrow. So the Patriots are looking to complete their fifth straight season sweep over the Jets and win 10 in a row in the rival in the uh, rivalry. But New England will also try to avoid a double-digit loss, something that have ha- has not happened since 2000 against these New York Jets heading into tomorrow's game. I think both teams are playing for pride, and I think that the Jets are pretty much locked in on getting Justin Fields. But the question on the Jets' side first is, this is going to be a, a question that, Jets fans want to know that could this be the last time they see Sam Darnold in a Jets uniform tomorrow? Yeah, it's going to be very intriguing, especially with the way uh, Justin Fields played yesterday. I mean, he played a spectacular game. I I, I thought that he, he might uh, have a good showing, but uh, he 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 like you know 
put everyone really on notice, especially the way um, that that he got hit you know, and that that crazy hit that uh, one of the Clemson linebackers got on him, and he was able to stay in the game after it looked very painful, and he uh, completed the job, and uh, he definitely battled out there. So if you're if you're a Jet fan, uh, you know I know Lawrence was probably your eyes on the prize for so long, but Fields might not be a uh, uh, might not be a bad answer either. Uh, so, but the thing is, you know, does Jeff fans want to see Donald again and try to work around him or just start off, uh, you know, new and, uh, and start with the, your, your quarterback for, uh, hopefully the future. So it's going to be very interesting, uh, tomorrow, uh, in terms of what, uh, Donald will do with the Jets against the Patriots. Uh, this could be like an audition for. I'd, I'd assume that maybe some scouts might be at this game tomorrow uh, to take a look at what Donald can maybe bring them and, and stuff like that. But it's going to be very interesting. I think Donald wants to stick around, but, um, you know, Adam Gase is likely to part ways after the game tomorrow. So I also have to – you have to also have to take, take into consideration uh, his head coach, his the next head coach he's going to be with. and Basically, I'm kind of thinking that. here, whoever the next head coach of the Jets is, as much as I'd like to see Sam Darnold stay, I think the Jets are going to want to move into a new direction. That new head coach is going to want his own quarterback. I, I agree. I mean, I, I think that uh, – I think Darnold said, you know, you know, he's done what he could there, uh, you know, for kind of a mess uh, situation that they kind of put him in. But, uh, you know, overall, I think he's just doing what he can uh, to, you know, finish the job and uh, see, see what, um, you know, the market is for him. I think it's going to be uh, – I'm not saying it's going to be a huge market, but I think there's going to be uh, plenty of suitors to, uh, to take a look at uh, for, for Sam in this offseason. So, a lot to find out. Absolutely. Now, let's talk about – let's shift over to our Patriots. So – Bill Belichick hasn't really decided yet who's going to be starting a quarterback. Will it be Cam Newton or would it be Jared Stidham? I kind of, to be honest, I really want to see Jared Stidham make his first career start tomorrow. I want Bill Belichick to name his name Jared Stidham the starting quarterback for tomorrow's game. Well, uh, unfortunately, Loro, I feel like if he was going to be the starter, I think they would have said something by now. Uh, so. I personally think that this is Cam's last game, not only as a Patriot, but in his career. I think that, um, you know, he basically said before the year uh, started and before teams were looking at him, he wanted the respect and he basically wanted to go to a team where it wasn't just all money. And I think that even though, you know, Cam has had some, uh, you know, he's had some highs here and there, but of course he's had many lows, uh, unfortunately, uh, where he said a lot of the right stuff and, you know, the, the press conferences and in the locker room, he's been a great teammate. But I think, uh, you know, they want they probably want to go in a younger direction for a quarterback, as you mentioned. And I think that they want to see how he kind of does early on in the game and then kind of where things stand maybe in the second half. Maybe you give Stidham a chance. But I don't think either of these quarterbacks are going to be your, your long-term answer, uh, you know, for maybe next year or the next couple years. So, I think both guys will have a chance to play uh, and, you know, because why not? You know, it's the last game of the year that, you know, it, it doesn't mean any playoff implications by any means. So, I mean, there's not a whole lot on the line. It's basically just a whole lot in terms of um, those guys in terms of their, their future. Uh, so 
I think Cam's going to be just – they're just going to ride it out for one more game, and then and then we'll uh, have to see how things go. So that's what I kind of get my sense to on this. Yeah, so basically on the Patriots side, I, I would kind of hope that Bill Belichick – I think Bill Belichick, I would like to see him make a, a quarterback decision on game day, like a couple hours before the game starts. And uh, I think he could start Jared Stidham. But also – I kind of feel like the Patriots need a new quarterback, like I alluded to so many times, and I saw what Mac Jones can do, and I really am hopeful and optimistic that Mac Jones will be the New England Patriots starter come week one at quarterback, assuming the Patriots draft him. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's going to be interesting. I, I, and I've kind of – me and you kind of had some disagreements on the quarterback situation, which, of course, it's – and all in good fun because, of course, we, you know, have our own, uh, you know, uh, agreements to disagreements. But I think in this situation, if if I'm Bill Belichick and I'm and I'm, uh, you know, Josh McDaniels, I think you got to look at potentially two quarterbacks. One quarterback kind of as your bridge uh, that could be t- type kind of like a mentor to what uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick had for Tua Tagovailoa. And then you get a drafted guy like Mac Jones and, uh, you know, see, see if uh, the, I guess, com- compete for a, uh, a week one type starting Like job. Bill Belichick, uh, like, for example, assuming that Fitzpatrick signs with the Patriots, he's not going to name him his starting quarterback right away. He says that in his case, you have to earn your starting spot. That's Bill Belichick. That's Bill Belichick style right there. He doesn't name you, name you starters right away. Yeah, exactly, and I, you know, we had all this talk this offseason, and of course, the apparent to Tom Brady in terms of quarterback situation. You know, many people are saying so much stuff about Jared Stidham, and then of course they signed Cam, and you know, it was kind of later the offseason kind of came around, and you know, of course, Stidham was going to have to work for his role now with the veteran quarterback coming in, and you know, that kind of really blew up in the whole organization's face. You know, when it came to I know, I, you know, Cam's, Cam and Bill were kind of saying, you know, uh, this week that they wish that they had more practice time. And Cam was also saying, which I I do understand because the offense is very complex uh, offense, especially when it's in a COVID-type situation. You don't have a lot of offseason. I think one of his regrets that Cam said this week was he wished that he had more time to work with the guys in the offseason. And I think that he is right. Absolutely. About I wish he had more time to work with those guys. If he would have signed earlier or if there was OTAs, then I think Cam Newton would have nailed this playbook. Yeah. I'm not sure about nailed because I think that he, you know, I felt like over time, you know, I think quarterbacks adjust, uh, you know, on the fly better than others. So I think, you know, for instance, like a guy like Matt Stafford, um, I feel like maybe you could adjust to maybe a little bit earlier, uh, just just in terms of the fact that maybe, uh, you know, the Patriots had a uh, not a dual threat type quarterback uh, for twenty years, and maybe a lot of the playbook was more to a pocket type passer like a Tom Brady. So they, you know, him, you know, Bill and Josh, of course, that kind of had to do their own playbook for a mobile type quarterback like Cam Newton. So that's of course another thing to take a look into consideration as well. Yes, abs- 
absolutely, but I'm kind of more on the direction that you draft a young quarterback and then you get and then you sign a veteran backup quarterback to mentor uh, whoever start whoever's that rookie quarterback like uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick or maybe you keep Brian Hoyer around. Yeah, um, I wouldn't also roll out like a guy like Josh Rosen, you know, somebody or an AJ McCarron type. Uh, of course, they're not really starters. But Great backups. Kind of... I would have liked to. I would yeah. like to get AJ McCarron in New England just because he could be the mentor to Mac Jones. Yeah, I mean, I, I think you know, and the thing is, you know, he wouldn't uh, cost a whole lot, you know, for as a backup. He he wouldn't you know, break the bank by any means. So because the Patriots just have so many other, they have other rosters. They have, of... they, have they have other things to take care of in the offseason when it comes to their roster. But yeah. I expect this team to be very active this offseason. I think I think they're going to be the most active in the wide receiver and tight end market. I think that they were looking at this and you know because last year, right, they made the playoffs, but they got knocked but, out by Mike Vrabel and the Titans. Yeah, but I, I even saw you know going to the postseason, I was just thinking this roster isn't isn't deep enough to make a a, a long postseason push. I mean, you had basically Tom Brady with. Uh, a really um, an offensive line that was very beaten up. I've actually thought that the offensive line this year uh, was a lot because most of the guys stayed healthy until like, you know, now, which of course the season's kind of out of, you know, playoffs and everything like that, that's kind of out of reach. So guys uh, can, you know, kind of let's say rest to finish off the year, but David Andrews having him coming back is huge. Very huge. Uh, this year. Now, and now I think that, uh, you know, because he's supposed to be a free agent, I think the, the, the biggest uh, thing is that they have to keep either Joe Tooney or David Andrews around. And my, my interpretation is they're probably going to keep Andrews more over Tooney because I think Tooney is a top five guard uh, probably in the NFL. And Michael Owenu, who played a lot this year, uh, who they drafted for Michigan, he could play multiple positions. And uh, he was probably – out of everybody in the draft class this year, I, you know, Duggar, Duggar did some good things, but I think Michael Owenu was probably the best pick that Bill made this year. Absolutely. Michael Owenu uh, had a good season. Very versatile. Yes. And I think this offensive line needs a little bit of work. I could see it. I could see Joe Tooney maybe going to the Bengals because they need offensive line help and help in the interior. Yeah. I mean, uh, another, another uh, team that I think maybe was, Rumored in to potentially take a look at him uh, during the trade deadline was Houston. Oh, Houston would be good for him, but I think since he needs more offensive line help than the Texans. Yeah, or maybe like a team like Minnesota. I think maybe that that would be an interesting fit too. But we'll have to see about that. I think, uh, yeah, you know, I was just as I was going back to last year's offense, though. They they weren't deep enough in the receiving and tight end. You know, tight end they. Didn't have a whole lot. I think it was Ryan Izzo at tight end. Yeah, well. I mean, we'll talk. And, I mean, and ben, and ben Watson and Ben Watson, of course, was just getting up there, you know, in age, and he was he was basically all done. I mean, he kind of just wrote it out. And remember, uh, a couple of the opt outs, you know, they had um, Lacoste like, opted out. I mean, I don't know if he's going to be yeah. back next year. I would, I would probably say I no. No, I I actually was looking at an article. I know we could talk more about. Who's, who do you think is going to stay and who's going to leave? But uh, uh, this one of this Patriot uh, 
writers was saying a couple of guys that he thinks are going to stay is Rex Burkhead's going to probably stick around because he's very um, he could he could play in the first and second down type back and he's a good third down back and he wouldn't cost a whole lot. He thinks that James White's going to leave because you've seen the emergence of Damon Harris and I've uh, seen a little of JJ Taylor. So if those three backs as well, of course you bring Burkhead back. I think White could be a, a guy that might be on the move as well as Joe Tooney uh, because you've seen what Aweno's done. Uh, you know, I think that they have to get younger, you know, as a, as a team top to bottom, and they got to get faster. So, uh, you know, and another thing is what Edelman's situation is going to be like. Do you, you know, do, do I feel like he wants to stick around with a younger type team, or does he want to finish off, you know, somewhere that can contend, uh, you know, to kind of finish off his – to finish off his career because I definitely think he deserves it. But, uh, you know, we'll have to see. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of off season question marks, but I'm going to tell you who I think is going to probably play their last game as a new England Patriot. We could see Joe Tooney suiting up for the last time in a Patriots uniform, maybe James white, but I would not want to see him go just because I feel like James white could be a pass catching back. He could use Rex Burkhead on the, in like goal line situations. He still keeps Sony Michelle. And also Damian Harris, who's actually going to have an even better season next season. But also, talk about guys like Lawrence Guy. Could this be the last time we see him in a Patriots uniform? I'd hate to see him go, but it's probably best that we move on from him. And also, questions about if Stefan Gilmore should stay or leave. So, I think uh, Lawrence Guy, they're going to keep around. I think Bill really likes him, and I think the guy more than likely to leave is going to be Adam Butler. I think that he's going to have a pretty good market for interior defensive uh, tackle position. And uh, I think guy is a great, as a great, a, uh, a great interior lineman that they can move around and they, they might try to go uh, for Christian Baymore uh, from Alabama. I think he'd be a great fit here uh, for that interior line position. Um so I think you know going going up for the drafts might be a better option there. Um, I, I see. I think White's gonna go just because I think they really like what Harris has done as well as JJ Taylor. Um, and uh, it'd be tough to see White leave. And he did say this week that he'd be welcome to go coming back to New England. Who James but White? Think, yeah, he he him and uh, guys that they said that this week that they'd be well that they would want to come back if they get asked to if they're welcome to so. Um, you know, I think in terms of Gilmore, I think it's going to be a, a big toss up. I think it all comes down to his situation. I personally think if, if I'm the Patriots, I want to sign him to another a quick little small extension. Um, I just don't know if JC Jackson can really hold that number one corner position, especially, you know, this year against some of the better receivers, um, that we've seen in this league. I think that Bill, wants to try to see if, if Gilmore can, can take a couple more years in the Patriots team uh, because you don't know as well as the McCourty twins. Uh, maybe they move on from Jason McCourty. He's supposed to be a free agent. Um, you know, maybe, maybe uh, you know, Devin's getting up there in age too. Maybe he, you know, might have one more year left in him and then he's probably going to retire. So there's just so many question marks with this uh, franchise. What, what's going to happen with the quarterback? What's going to happen with the wide receivers and tight ends? I think the receiving position, I personally want to see two guys that they can uh, to come to New England, Corey Davis and Curtis Samuel, two guys that I think that they can be able to afford 
because I prefer to get two receivers that can still make an impact over trying to pay for like the Chris Godwins or the Allen Robinsons of the world. Yes, it would be great to, you know, try to do that, but I think you would you could see uh try to get a tight end, maybe like a John o. Smith or you know I think John o. Smith stays in Tennessee. Yeah, I'm it's just it's just one of those things that I think even Hunter Henry would be a an awesome fit. But I think Hunter Henry's going to stay in Los Angeles with the Chargers. Yeah. I mean, we'll have to see. You know, they definitely have to go out and get a tight end, though. They have to find a tight end uh, that could be be potentially a uh, veteran. Uh, maybe like a Jacob Hollister um, who's been with the system. I think that potentially could could uh, work out. They just need somebody to, to make plays. I mean, I don't think they've had one tight end touchdown this year. I don't think they've had one. No, no. Asi Asi and Keen, they're guys that just need time to learn the playbook and need to grow, but I, I have I have confidence in both of them. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't know if they're ready to take the next step yet. I mean, they are young, but, uh, you know, you looked at a, you look at a guy, right, like a Harrison Bryant from Cleveland. Um, I've seen that he's done really well, um, making an impact early. Um, and, uh, you know, Dayton has a guy in Adam Troutman from uh, – Adam Troutman from Dayton who is a backup in uh, New Orleans, but he's played quite a bit. Uh, you know, he was on the draft board when uh, the, the Patriots went, I think, to get Ossie and Keene. Uh, so, you know, I think Ossie and Keene will, uh, you know, get better. I think that, you know, they kind of – were kind of in and out this year with stuff going on. And uh, of course, it's understandable with some some players coming back from COVID. Like Hightower, when he comes back, he's going to give some reinforcements to that defense. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm not sure if Hightower wants to stick around or not because you know he he's getting up there. He's getting up there in age, and uh, I don't know if Pat Chung wants to stay. We'll talk about more about this offseason, but I think play. I but we could see the last of James White in New England. We could see. The last of Joe Tooney tomorrow, in in, in which potential Patriots that could be playing their final game in that uniform tomorrow against the Jets. Yeah, I mean, we could see a lot of a lot of we could see a lot of last of people tomorrow uh, because you know I I think a lot of people are going to get asked you know through press conferences after post game you know do you want to stick around you know they're going to ask I know you're free agent and stuff and. I think a lot of them like being in New England uh, just because it's a, a very good run organization. But I think on the other hand, I think it's a business at the end of the day and some there's going to be some tough uh, things that are going to happen. I mean, just Brady, of course, is, you know, one example. I mean, that, of course, they didn't have to uh, do, but it's just one of those things that sometimes it's, you know, you've been for a place for so long and, you, know, you, you of course you want to see what the best is for the team, as Bill Belichick says, and and sometimes it's just best to move on and see what you can do to fill the gaps. Yeah, so now let's break down the AFC standings heading into the final week. We got the Bills in first place. They got they're playing for something tomorrow against the Miami Dolphins. So so the Bills are in first place. The Dolphins are in second place. The Patriots are in third. They could be seven and nine tomorrow, or they could be six and ten. And the Jets are at two and thirteen. They could be three and thirteen, or they could be two and fourteen. 
Yeah, it's uh, the the division tomorrow. Uh, Tua is going to play um, fully. You know, they're not going to be able to have that closer like they did last time against Oakland. And Ryan Fitzpatrick tested positive for COVID-19. I do want to ask you, uh, you know, because we didn't really talk about it you know, a couple days ago, but uh, COVID is, is starting to really hit uh, a lot of teams uh, for the last games tomorrow. Some big, some big time players, um, you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, Alvin Kamara, the Saints don't have a bunch of running backs being able to play because Kamara was in close contact with Latavius Murray and a couple other guys. So they're going to have to use Ty Montgomery, uh, you know, to a running back and then call up a guy from the practice squad. Uh, and then some guys from the Steelers in uh, the Browns game. Of course, that means a lot, uh, for especially for the Browns. They win and they get in. But, uh, you know, the, the Steelers don't really have a lot of their main guys playing. So I think the Browns have no excuse not to win this game. They don't have Big Ben. They don't have Joe Hayden. They don't have T.J. Watt. They don't have Pouncey. Uh, so, you know, they have a lot of the guys missing. Uh, some guys are resting and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, Christian Kirk got placed in COVID today. Uh, Tony Romo, uh, this is not a player, but CBS guy. He uh, was supposed to be on the call with Jim Nance tomorrow for the Arizona and L.A. game, and uh, he is going to be not calling the game due to COVID protocols. So you're going to have Boomer Esiason uh, on the call tomorrow with Jim Nance. So, you know, we, we've seen a lot this year. In terms of, you know, it, we're almost to the end of this year uh, in the season. And, uh, you know, crazy to think we've made it this far. And, you know, I know that there's been some bumps and, you know, r- bumps in the road, you know, along the way, which, of course, was very expected. But, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty surreal that uh, we made it, you know, as far as we could. Absolutely. So, basically, uh, I think that – with the Saints situation, I think you're going to use a lot of time Montgomery at running back and receiver. You could use a lot of Taysom Hill and all the, and all that at running back. I think the Saints will be fine. I could still I still expect them to win tomorrow's game against the Carolina Panthers. And also with the Dolphins standpoint, I have the utmost faith in Tua Tagovailoa as the Dolphins starting quarterback. This is going to be a full good first test for him to face that Bills team. That's very good. And I think he can do it, but it's gonna. I heard it's gonna be snowing there in Buffalo, but he might have a little trouble, which I understand. But I really think that this year for him, he had a he had to go through a lot of growing pains. But I feel like that he will be well polished within the next two to three years. Yeah, and uh, speaking of quarterbacks, uh, this guy is pretty surreal in terms of what he's been able to. Uh, Push forward. Uh, Adam Schefter tweeted out that despite dealing with an ankle, a rib, and a thumb injury, Matt Stafford is expected to start tomorrow's game against the Vikings. Of course, that's one of the four games that's on schedule tomorrow that does not have any implications for playoffs. But uh, Matt Stafford is, of course, a quarterback that will give it his all. I think that he's just one of those guys. Like We talked about this a couple of days ago that uh, – He's just a battler, and he's going to go and, and do everything that he can to go out there with the with the guys. And I just think that uh, it's it's pretty surreal that he is able to battle through a lot of this type of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he is a warrior and he's a fighter. So, with that being said, I really think that he's probably he's going to give it all he got. But also, 
we heard the news that the Jets are going to – we talked about – you talked about Adam Gase parting ways with the Jets and also talking about uh, the uh, Jaguars. I want to mention this, that Doug Marote, I knew that he was going to get out of Jacksonville. The Jaguars are heading into a new direction, and I think it's already Trevor Lawrence time, but there has been rumors about Urban Meyer or Ryan Day being the next head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, but I don't see both of them taking the head coaching job in Jacksonville. I'm thinking like the Jaguars, my early favorite for the head coaching job in Jacksonville. We'll talk about more on Loro and Friends next week, and we'll dive deep into this discussion, is that I really think that the Jags should go with a defensive-minded head coach so that the Jags can get to the quarterback, blitz the passer, and I know that this guy right here has done that with his defensive system in Baltimore, and that can bring it to Jacksonville. That is Don Wink Martindale. Hmm. I'll be an interesting uh, name. Um, I think Urban Meyer is going to take the job if I had to choose. So, but um, you know, there's there's many I think that are going to be able to take a look uh, at that position. I think Doug Marone can find a place where he could become a assistant type coach. I don't think he's all done per se. I think Adam Gase as well. I think Adam Gase. You know, as many people want to, you know, give him, you know, all the you know, slander on online on, you know, just just think he just sucks as a as a head coach. You know, I think that he could be, uh, you know, an assistant, you know, somewhere or something like that. You know, for a team that might need some help. So, you know, I wouldn't roll out anything. You know, well, it's just one of those things that I think they both both deserve another place to uh, start new. Yeah, so do you, so why do you favor Urban Meyer as the next head coach of the Jags? And I favor Don Martindale. Yeah, I mean, we'll have to see how things go and, and shape out here. Yeah, so also the Jets, with their head coaching vacancy, who I favor is, is former Patriot Brian Dable, but also I'm also going to throw in Titans offensive coordinator Arthur Smith. I'm going to go uh, Eric Bieniemy if I had to pick from uh, offensive career from Kansas City. I wouldn't pick Eric Bieniemy for the Jets job. I would pick I pick Arthur Smith and I pick Eric Bieniemy to coach Houston because he can really work well with uh, Deshaun Watson and Deshaun Watson really wants Eric Bieniemy in Houston. I mean, I think it'll be a great fit for Bieniemy during uh, Houston as well. I wouldn't rule that out. Was that? I wouldn't rule that out. But the enemy with Deshaun. And what what about Arthur Smith with the Jets? That would be fascinating. But I think you know, if Arthur Smith doesn't leave the Jet the what you might call this, the Titans, I would want to see Brian Dable. My favorite for the job is Brian Dable for the Jags job for the Jets job. Yeah, I think Dable's gonna um all in all, stay in Buffalo. I think he's done a phenomenal job there. And I think that he, him and Allen have had a great camaraderie and chemistry going there. So I want to rule out uh, Dable sticking around there in Buffalo with uh, him and McDermott. Yeah, and also the Chargers are also a, a place for, uh, whatchamacallit, for Brian Dable because he and Tom Telesco went to high school together. That's true. So that's another place for, I think, why – I think the charge, the what you call this, why the Chargers would like to get a head coach. But do you think the Jets are going to get a head coach, uh, offensive minded head coach? I'm not sure 
I think the all I know is the Jets are going to just get a New York coach and start off uh, fresher. <laughs> no, I'm asking if 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 you think they're going to get a an offensive minded head coach or a defensive minded head coach. I would like Joe Brady to, to I think, actually. Be... I would have to say offense. I would say more offensive than defensive in this situation. Yeah, I would put I would pick Joe Brady, the Carolina Panthers offensive offensive uh, coordinator. That'll be uh, an interesting one. I like Joe Brady a lot. He would be a great uh, fit there, and I would also pick uh, who's also. Would I? Would you want? Uh, would you, Would you think Josh McDaniels could take that job? Perhaps. He could work. He could. He could work well with Fields if he's a Jet. I want to go anything out. Yeah. So with that being said, now let's talk about. Let's also talk about dive deep into tomorrow's game. So for the Patriots Jets finale, what do you expect from the Patriots tomorrow for them to win the game? Do you think they got to get a get off to a quick start on in the first quarter and 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 gain the momentum throughout the game? Or do you think the Patriots just can't be scoreless in the first quarter? They just got to play hard and, and physical and and play with a whole lot of effort more than they did in Monday against Buffalo. They want to stick stick with it. I know they're playing a, a Jets team that you know hasn't had a great year, but they've had two quality wins the last couple of weeks against playoff teams. So they're coming in with a little uh, confidence, I guess you could say, to finish off their season. So um, you know, I think the Patriots are such a limited type of offense. They got to you know see see what see what Newen has. You know, I want to see Newen maybe throw a deep pass. You know, even if it's incomplete, let it. Let him air it out. It's the last game of the year uh, for the team. You know, I want to just see things, you know, even though they, if they don't go well or not, I, I just want to see what they can, what they can do. Um, so if, if Newland wants to throw deep, let him air it out, you know, see what happens. Maybe going to kill Harry, a bunch of catches, you know, see what these guys, guys can do, you know, because you want, you have to see what the, how the future is for this team. And, you know, of course, uh, this is a great audition type of a game where a lot of guys that you might not think that they have enough left in the tank might give you something and, uh, you know, they can get some confidence for the off season. Uh, So I think that in order to win this game, they just got to play hard. They got to really set the tempo and they got a good sense. Yes, absolutely. And then also for the Jets, if they want to win tomorrow's game, I really think that Sam Donald and this team has to get off to a fast start. Can they? Maybe. But I really think that the Patriots, I think that the Jets, however, they're just playing for pride, but they just want to play hard. Yeah, I mean, that's why I think it's going to be just a, um, it's just one of those just kind of games that's just kind of there. Um, you know, both teams kind of just have clear deficiencies. Um, I guess you could say the Jets have – some, you know, you know, they have uh, Crowder, they have Mims. They got, they got a couple guys that, you know, uh, they can build a team around. I think it's just they're very young. And, of course, their coaching, coaching situation is just abysmal. So, with that being said, I think uh, it's, just, it's just one of those games where I think, you know, both teams are going to play hard. They're going to try to finish off for, you know, the, re- you know, the rest of their uh, – their season off and uh, try to end on a high note. So 
If the Jets win, I think Donald has a huge game. I think that, you know, if the Jets don't win, it's because the Patriots force some turnovers, which could happen. And, uh, you know, they're able to uh, master a whole lot of points, which I don't think will happen. So the Patriots are going to have to figure out uh, ways to score points in, in different ways. Yes, absolutely. So basically, basically with the I think tomorrow, I think the Patriots win 24-21. I don't think they're going to go over 24 points. Would you agree with that? Do you, do you think that will be the final score tomorrow? Sorry, what do you say? What do you think the final score will be tomorrow? I say 24-21 New England. Uh, I would say I'm going to go 23-14 uh, maybe, Patriots. I think that they uh, can get a couple scores early. Um, you know, a rushing touchdown. I think Cam will have a score in this one, a rushing uh, touchdown um, here or there. But uh, I, I do, I do think that I would not be surprised if, if Myers or Burr have one too. I think that Cam might have one more passing touchdown on the year. He might turn the ball over once. But uh, you know, you got to give Sidham a chance too in this game. You really do. I really think that uh, this is just a game for auditions for uh, a lot of guys that are playing tomorrow. So. Uh, well, we'll see how things go, but you know, in the meantime, uh, you know, just we'll have to see how the other uh, games go as well. A lot of the games that do mean stuff. Yes, absolutely. So that's going to do it for Patriots talk. And Ben, I'll see you next week. I'll see you most likely uh, Wednesday for Patriots talk, and also next Friday for Laura and friends. All right, Laura. Uh, have a good rest of your weekend. Hopefully, the Patriots uh, finish off on a high note. And uh, we'll talk next week. And for those that haven't uh, hearing uh, us talk Patriots and pregame games, I'd like to thank you all. And uh, looking forward to uh, talking more, um, you know, leading up to this off season. And you know, sooner than later, we'll have next year um, to talk about. You know, so yes, and also on fr- on Friday for lower lower own friends, we're gonna we're gonna do a week seventeen recap and also make our playoff bracket and make our picks for wild card weekend. Sounds good. We'll talk then.